And we're back. This is Alexander, and this is the Out of Health Podcast. So, topic of discussion for today, this is going to be something of a rant, but I feel like talking about it because I get asked this question constantly, and it's gotten irritating. So, if I sound angry talking about this, fair apologies. That topic is working out. What is a good workout? GU. GUD, what is a good workout? You know, and by extension, there's also the questions accompanying this as to how much should I work out? I work out a lot. I work out three hours a day. Isn't that good? And why am I talking about this? Well, as of recently, since I'm always answering questions, but as of recently, I had three conversations in the same day, which the line of the premise of the conversations was all very similar. The first one uh, concerned a gentleman asking how much should I be working out if I'm 45. Another question was uh, by a woman, a mom, who mentioned that she was in such good shape when she was working out three hours a day, and now that she's not working out three hours a day, she's not in good shape because her exercise-controlled body composition naturally uh, broke down because using exercise to lose fat exclusively is stupid for many reasons. And then... Another question consisted of uh, Soul Cycle, which was, isn't it a great workout? I'm so tired. Isn't that good? Why are all these things stupid? Why are all these things flawed in their thinking? Well, here's the, here's the pragmatic truths. Your fitness levels are not dependent upon how much you work out. Your fitness levels are not dependent upon how hard you think you worked out. Your fitness levels are not dependent upon you doing a special good kind of workout. Your fitness levels are objective measurements of your body composition, your lean body mass, your fat mass, your muscular strength, your overall movement capacity strength, and the foundational movements of hip hinging, squatting, pressing, pulling, lunging. You could add in load carrying. Um, you know, there's four. There's basically four minimal movements. Like I said, you know, deadlifting, squat, press, pull. Those are four movements. So your fitness is dependent upon your strength in those four movements. And your fitness is dependent upon your cardiovascular health. All of those things are measurable. They are objective, scientific measurements. I can take any person into a gym, and I can measure their health across all those parameters. I can see what their body comp is. I can see what their weight is, or at least make an estimate to their body comp. So I can see what their weight is. If nothing else, I can see what their weight is. I can compare that to their height. I can make a reasonable estimation to their body composition. I can test your movement capacity across the foundational movement patterns and see if you have the muscular strength and coordination to execute those things. I can put you on the treadmill or I can have you walk outside and I can test your cardiovascular capacity. I can make very clear inferences. I can intuit your cardiovascular capacity based upon how well you perform during the foundational movement patterns. So the point being is that there are objective scientific measurements for everything that has to do with your fitness levels. Objective scientific measurements and your training if you are training correctly and properly your training is based upon objective scientific principles of progressive overload of performing exercises on a continuum for slow but linear progression of using measurable measurable quantifiable numbers such as your your heart rate your speed the number of reps you can perform Etc. Etc. If you're if you're training properly, training is very is very clear. Is it fairly clear? It's very clear. Training is a very clear process. Is there a nuance to it? 
Absolutely. Is there variety to it? Absolutely. Is there you know differences in training for maximal strength versus uh, submaximal strength or power versus endurance? Yes, absolutely. But it's all based upon, like I said, objective scientific principles. So when someone asks the question of how much should I be working out as a 45-year-old man, I have no idea. What's your fitness levels? Where are your fitness levels right now? You could be in phenomenal shape as a 45-year-old man working out three days a week. You could be in phenomenal shape working out five days a week. It depends upon how your training, how your training is structured, what your fitness levels are at the time, what you need to improve upon. So, you know, is there a sweet spot? Yeah, I could say work out four days and you could be in good shape. But do you know what working out means? You know, which is really, you know, that's, that's the big meta question here. Do you have any idea of what it means to work out in the first place, of what a workout is actually doing for you? Do you understand how adaptation works? Do you understand that it follows a set principle? Do you understand that it's based upon biology? Do you understand any of that? Because if you don't, it's all fucking arbitrary. Your workouts are arbitrary. The routine you clipped out of the magazine is arbitrary. You don't understand how any of it works. You don't know what it's for. And your long-term gains or your long-term health, it's all going to be a crapshoot. It's all going to be confusion. The same thing with the other question I got asked or you know, the comment. I, I used to be in such good shape when I worked out three hours a day. That doesn't mean anything. You can be in mediocre shape in exercise for three hours. If you are truly in, let's just say, if you're truly, let's say, in optimal physical condition, you can maintain optimal physical condition for most people in four hours a week. Training three hours a day, you know, five, six days a week, what the fuck are you doing? Are you a professional athlete? Are you training for a sport? Are you just wasting your time in the gym? Are you doing a half-assed hour of terrible lifting weights and not knowing what the hell you're doing, then a half-assed hour of cardio, and then taking a class? Good for you. You're active. You exercise a lot. Doesn't mean your cardiovascular capacity is amazing. It's probably good, but doesn't mean it's in top-tier shape. You could have crappy anaerobic capacity. You could have crappy aerobic capacity. You know, vice versa. Uh, just because you, you think you lift for an hour, you could be lifting all the wrong ways. Your lifting could be pointless. You could be making no progress in anything. You could be looking exactly the same six months, 12 months, 18 months, five years from now. I see that all the time in gyms. People look completely the same. No progression is made. So working out three hours, that's not impressive. That doesn't mean anything. All that means is that you do activity for a long time. Your adaptive response and your actual fitness levels, they could still be shitty. And I've I've had that happen many, many, many times over, especially with women who get obsessed with you know, their fitness, where they want to exercise, they want to take a class, and they want to do weights, and they want to do cardio again, they want to, you know, or run class, uh, you know, semi-lift, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then I t- test them out, I see, you know, what their strength levels are, they're not that strong, I see what their body comp is, they still have excess body fat, they're not like, it's not like they're super lean, um, you know, I test out their anaerobic capacity, it's shitty because they're weak, they're physically weak because they're not that strong, and they're not that fit, you know, they, they are, they're in shape, you know, maybe their body weight is normal, great. Um, you know, they look okay. Maybe they look good, but they're not truly in optimal physical condition, but they're, tr- but they're working out 12, 15 hours a week. And basically, you know, I could say reasonably that 60% of that time, it's a fucking waste. It's wasted because nothing's actually improving. Yeah. And the same thing with the question of, you know, what's a good workout? Good relative to what? What does that mean? What does good mean? Good for what? General hypertrophy? Good for a beginner? good for a specific muscle group, good for a particular movement pattern, good for cardiovascular health, good for anaerobic health, and that's all going to be relative to your actual fitness level. So what's a good workout? Again, I have no idea. That's a context-based question. 
You're asking, you're asking an A, B question for an A to Z subject. That's the fundamental issue. Overly simplistic questions that assume that there is less to the subject than there actually is. Um, and then it results in me having to make these podcasts in which I have to break down how all this thinking is fractally wrong. It's, you know, it's, it's stupid because it's just, there's, the, the more you think this way, the more, you know, the more you think this way, the less you're going to understand anything. It's fractally wrong and that, and that it's wrong forever. I can't answer any of these questions because, like I said, there's no holistic understanding of the question itself. So, you know, the pragmatic truth is how much you work out, you know, how much should you work out? Doesn't really matter. How long you worked out for? It uh, doesn't really matter. How hard your workout was? Doesn't really matter. What is your actual physical state of health that you can, that you can measure? That is what matters. And like I said, there's metrics for all the stuff. There's ways to assess all the stuff. If you're on my email list, I've, I've shared many times the strength standards I've devised for people, the cardiovascular standards that you know, I've broken down, made very simple, that you should be able to you know, walk this many miles in this amount of time. You should be able to do this amount of push-ups. You should be able to do this amount of pull-ups. You should be able to do... Uh, this amount of lunges, you should be able to lift your body weight, um, you know, or you should be able to lift this amount of weight with dumbbells or this new repetitions. I've, I create journal standards for all this stuff, and this is not stuff that I pulled out my ass either. This is, you know, the assessment of the overall medical, scientific, you know, strength and conditioning research. This is an assessment of, you know, based, this is, a, this is my personal professional assessment based upon many, 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 many other people's assessments and research and study and compiling the evidence and then seeing for the human race at large are there some universal standards that we can arrive at and then I combine that with my professional experience as to working with regular general population people and are there general population standards that I can arrive at to give people that will put them into a state of what would be optimal health yes there absolutely is and that's how you have to think if you don't think that way and you are forever operating on a AB paradigm assuming that there is a good, bad answer to every single bloody question with fitness and nutrition and general lifestyle and anything that falls in the umbrella of health, you're screwed. And you're always going to be screwed. And you will stay screwed for as long as you think that way. So, working out, can not be a waste of your time? Yeah, it can be a very stupid waste of your time. If you're not asking yourself the right questions, you're not going to get the right outcomes. Period. And I am talked out on the subject. So, that's all I have to say. Be smart, guys. Read, research, learn how to think, honestly. That's, that's really what I'm striking at here with this podcast. You know, teaching, trying to teach people how to think. And I will talk to you guys again. Adios.